When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. In this video, we're going to answer all the biggest talking points out of Gaming 7, including the potential Man City double gaming that's coming. This is a weekly series packed with FPL tips every game week. To have your question answered, you just need to be subscribed and you'll see the post asking for your questions every Wednesday, or you can go to the community tab on my channel to find it there. Fantasy Football Scout teamed up with Plan FPL, so included free membership is access to the premium planner features now. You can plan all your future transfers, you can view projected points on the players, and you can get a team rating percent to indicate how good your team is for each upcoming week. There's a new Rate My Team tab as well, which gives you a nice grid layout of the upcoming weeks, and if you hit the Optimize Gaming button, it recommends which players to start automatically. Absolute game changer and helps answer all your benching dilemmas each week. To become a Scout member and make use of all the tools you get, click the link in the description below. Thanks for all the questions this week, let's get into it. Messan Bendicta asks whether saving the wildcard for later is worth it instead of taking a hit or two if necessary. So this is a good one to start with because this week both Brentford and Man City were knocked out of the League Cup. So why is that significant? Well Man City and Brentford both happen to have that blank game week in game week 18 when Man City are away for the Club World Cup. The Premier League rescheduled postponements as soon as they reasonably can and Gamic 20 is a free midweek for both teams now because they've both been knocked out of the League Cup. Ben Krellin's 99% sure that the fixture moves into Gamic 20 or 21. Initially there was speculation it could even be Gamic 10 but that's impossible because both of the Manchester clubs never play on the same night which is basically a policing issue and Man United will be home in the Champions League. So, if you're able to save your wildcard for that long, you can navigate the blank in gaming 18, perhaps even selling Haaland, Alvarez and Ibumo etc, and then wildcard them straight back into your team in gaming 19 and load up on double gaming players, and then triple captain Haaland double gaming 20. Man City would potentially have a double of Sheffield United and Brentford, both home fixtures. So to answer the question, if you can save your wildcard with a minus 4, that is worth it. Even ignoring double gamings, if you can take a hit to save your wildcard for a better week, that's worth it. Saving the wildcard is obviously team dependent though. If you've already got the right key assets in Salah, Son, Haaland and perhaps Madison, then it is something to consider. If you've already wildcarded or if you're using it soon, that's fine as well. A lot of people won't know about this double game week, but now you're aware. Couple of questions here. The first is whether Trippy is worth a minus four, which is sent in from Arsam. And Paul asks about selling Saka and Chilwell. So on the trippier question, Chilwell did go off injured in the League Cup, gets from bad to worse for Chilwell owners. However, if you can sell him for Trippier for a minus four, that is well worth it. You're selling a player who was already a bench in risk and could be injured anyway now for the highest upside defender in the game. Selling another defender that's not Chilwell for a minus four is also fine if you plan to keep Trippier for a while. If you're wildcarding in game week eight, then that is a one week punt for a minus four, which is a risky play. Don't sell a defender just for the sake of it if they've got a reasonable fixture though. So one Saka then, he's yellow flagged and in a lot of our teams and he wasn't in the League Cup squad for Arsenal. Arteta was asked earlier in the week if there's a chance he misses the Bournemouth game, to which Arteta said it is possible. This one's pretty straightforward, wait for the press conferences. If he's available then hold him, if he's out then sell for Son or Madison. Question about our benches and how many starters we should have on it. 
No two seasons are the same, and this season in particular, there's so many cheap players that are reliable starters. We've got Archer, and it's incredibly rare to have a four and a half mil forward that starts regularly. Turner and Ariola both starting consistently, and they started at four mil. Last season, people had Ward and Iverson from Leicester at four mil each, and only one was actually playing, and defensively, they were terrible. We even got incredibly rare early double gaming players with Kabore and Bayer, both four mil each. So it's easy to have a bench of players that star, and therefore it's obviously something to ideally have. The only thing we're missing this season is a solid 4.5mm mid, we had Andreas last season, but it's not an issue this season because the midfielders are where the valley's at, so a 3-5-2 formation looks perfectly good with Archer on the bench. The template shifts throughout the season, but right now that looks like the ideal setup. Let's pull up the experts transfers for Gemic 7, data from this week's experts video out on Friday, make sure you subscribe for that. Here's what they're up to this week. It is a Chelsea wholesale with Chilwell, Jackson and Sterling being sold. Obviously Sterling to Salah not a reasonable transfer, but there are a few wildcards active and in their draft Sterling is out and Salah's in, among other changes. So the top two Chilwell replacements are Trippier and Botman. Newcastle top of the clean shields this week, so they're both good moves. Jackson suspended for Gemic 7, he's back in Gemic 8. Some of the experts are dropping in for Morris this week, who's got that double. Due to the double, he should have a 4 point floor, but his ceiling could be pretty low as well, as his two goals this season have been penalties, which isn't a reliable source of points. Jad Pedro also sold by lots of the experts this week in place of Morris. If you're planning a gaming 8, 9 or 10 wildcard, then Morris is perfectly fine as a short term punt. Mr Apex is planning a gaming 8 wildcard himself and he's thinking about going no Harland. This might sound crazy selling the best attacker from the best team in the league, but digging deeper there is a valid reason some are considering it. I've put together what a gaming 8 wildcard could look like without Haaland and it's got 97% rating. We've still got Alvarez if you want the Man City exposure, but beyond that you can build a pretty unbelievable team. This is a quick draft and I'm sure you could do even better and you've probably got more money than me. Ariola, Trippier, Cash, Udogi, Salah, Sun, Madison, Diaby, Rashid, Watkins and Alvarez, with Estupinan on the bench when Brighton's fixtures turn nicely again. If we stack Salah and Haaland's fixtures together, you could make the case for Captain and Salah in every game over Haaland from Gamic 8 to 12. Salah still yet to blank this season and going without Haaland affords you a really well-rounded team. It's going to come down to whether those upgrades can outperform Haaland. It's really close and I've not ruled out no Haaland myself. If you think it works, go for it, play your own game. If it does come off, I wouldn't be surprised if this season's FPL champion is someone who goes about Haaland for that run. It's very high upside, but obviously very risky as well. Question from Lumiora, who asks what to do with Eze. Eze owners have been so unlucky this season. He's put up really good numbers, and if we look at XGI Delta, which measures a player's actual goal and assist minus their XGI, he's underperformed by 2.62 expected goal involvement. Only Jackson and Enzo have fared worse. I think part of the problem, with the greatest respect to Palace players, is that Eze's been surrounded by the likes of Schlupp and Jordan Ayew. He can create these big chances all day, but if they're not clinical, then he's not getting the points. Once Elise is back, he'll surely be a better pick. So it's fine to sell Eze, and he does have Man United away, who they just played in the League Cup and lost, and Man United might actually be on the up now, with a few players back from injury. Charlie Kane asks if Jesus is a long-term hold, whether to sell, because he started wide against Spurs. Yeah, Jesus is a name I've not seen mentioned much, perhaps because most have got Haaland plus Watkins, Alvarez or Jackson and then a cheap forward. He only played wide versus Spurs because both Trossard and Martinelli were both out injured. He's miles better than Nketiah and he will be back through the middle when either are back, perhaps even this game week, so keep hold of Jesus. 
Marco asks what we're all wondering, is Salah really worth it for 12.5 mil? It's a lot to spend on a player, especially paired with Haaland because it hurts the team balance a lot. At the end of the day, he's the greatest FPL asset of all time. He scored a minimum of 231 points for 6 straight seasons, so that's his floor in terms of FPL points. Great upcoming fixtures where he should be worth 12.5 mil. I'm reluctant to say essential though, because getting Salah does make it impossible to have all the likes of Sun, Madison, Saka and Rashford, who all have very good upcoming fixtures in the next few weeks. Trippier also difficult to squeeze in with the Salah and Haaland combo. But yeah, in my eyes, he's going to be worth 12.5 mil. And referring back to the point earlier on captaincy, it is an opportunity to go against Haaland captaincy, which is a route up the ranks if it comes off. So here's how I'm lined up this week. Got a couple of flag players. If Saka and Botman are both out, then I'm probably wildcard, but I think there's still a good chance both play, to be honest. We'll know more on Friday after the press conferences. Hal basically said that Botman's got a knee problem, which is why he's been flagged. There is the option to just start a stupid and if Botman's the only one out and then save the wildcard. Ideally I'd like to save the wildcard for Gamic 9 or 10 now. This week's final upload will be the experts video. Make sure you subscribe for that and drop this video a like if it was helpful. Thanks for watching, see you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.